Hello and welcome to the Heights Baptist Podcast. Uh, My name is Lee. I'm one of the pastors here at Heights. And our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And our podcast is designed really to just help you take uh, that next step of faith. No matter where you are in your faith journey, we want to come alongside of you and encourage you in following the Lord. And so our episodes really deal each time with maybe a a topic within our culture, a topic uh, within uh, your personal life, maybe in parenting, or uh, just a topic of theology. And all of that's designed uh, to help you deepen your faith in Christ and take that next step with Him. And so today I'm joined uh, by one of my colleagues and friends, uh, Pastor Jonathan McMeans, who is the pastor of uh, Youth and Connections uh, here at Heights. I think this is our first time podcasting together. I think so, the two of us. I've been on the podcast a few times, but it's always been with Matt. Yeah, so you so, you kind of slide in yeah, when yeah, I slide yeah. out. and So, so is this like a promotion? or? <laughs> I don't know, lateral move. Demo- <laughs> You're with me, so it's more of a demotion. Okay. I'll just okay. put you that way, because you. our listeners know by this point, Matt is the brains behind the podcast. I'm <laughs> the one that asks all the hard questions, okay. and then Matt answers them. So, okay. so we're in trouble. Today. We're in trouble. Thank you yes. for carrying the weight of this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but thanks for joining us. And you have been here at Heights for a little over 10 years, correct? A little over 10, yes, sir. So I've been in youth ministry for 10 years. Um, in two minutes or less, what's the craziest thing you've seen in 10 years in youth ministry? Oh, man. Uh, it depends on how we want to rate this podcast. I've got <laughs> all kinds of youth stories, and some of them we wouldn't want to put on the podcast. But the craziest thing that I think I've seen in... Student ministry is just how quickly culture changes. Yeah. Um, so I know there's not there's not just one specific instance, but uh, the students are constantly changing, going with the the culture. Um, I, I think that culture is speeding up. Right. At how quickly trends go up and come down. Yeah. And so in in student ministry, you always have to be on your toes because right. something that was cool to everybody just the other day is now <laughs> oh man you said that that's kind of kind of cringy yeah and so it's just you're you're always on your toes i've had lots of crazy stories kids uh you know doing things they're not supposed to kids doing stuff they are supposed to in really funny ways right and uh it's just it's been a blast it's yeah been a great great 10 years yeah and you not it through in the in the 10 years you've not always been a father and no. now you are a father. Yes. So now you bring the whole dad joke element oh, into man. that to make them cringe yes. even more. Yes. Which is a great thing, by <laughs> the way, to slip in those bad dad jokes yes. just to make the middle schoolers cringe and things. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, we appreciate all your your time in, in being on staff here and the way you have served these families over the last decade, which yeah. is which is really cool thing. Uh, so in our, our episodes, I know this is your first time jumping in on this series, but we've been doing the names of God. Uh-huh. And um, I, I believe this is number five we're on. Okay. And so we're looking today at Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is uh, peace or the peace. Lord is our peace. You know, Shalom is uh, the name for peace, and then uh, we've talked about Yahweh and how that's the name right. of God. Uh, and so the Lord is our peace, or the Lord is peace. Where, where are we seeing that, I think, the first time in, in Scripture? Because all those names of God uh, it reveals His character, it reveals something He does, but it has a lot of deep personal application to us, and we're going to get yeah. into that later in the episode. So where, where's kind of one of the first times we see uh, Yahweh Shalom in the Bible? So that terminology is actually only used once 
uh, in all of the scripture, and it's all the way back in uh, the book of Judges, you encounter this guy named Gideon. It's Judges chapter 6. You encounter this guy whose name is Gideon, and he is somebody that I think a lot of people can relate to on on a really deep level. Uh, he sees what's going on in the culture around him and the world around him, and uh, he's just not overly full of himself. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there and he's thinking, you know, I'm not really uh, on top of everything. I don't always have everything together. I'm the the weakest in my family. I'm the leader of the weakest army. Right. And uh, so I, I know dealing with students that relates to students quite often in this culture, but he has an experience with uh, a messenger from God, and uh, the messenger from God basically tells him that he is a mighty man of valor, Mm -hmm. and I love his response. He's like, no. Yeah, no, I'm not. (laughs) Got the wrong Gideon. (laughs) um, I I absolutely love the response. I, I think oftentimes you see people in in scripture that respond to uh, a message from god in unique ways uh, that's one of my favorites right. he's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. not that but he he goes on kind of a a, a defense of how he's not a man of valor mm-hmm. i'm the weakest i'm not the best i have the weakest army like i am not the one you're looking for right and the the message from god says no you're gonna be fine you won't die right and I, I thought it was really funny that they, they tagged that in there. Like, yeah, you think you're weak. Uh, don't worry. You're not going to die. Yeah. Don't, there's no reason to be, to be fearful. And uh, the, the whole thing is, is peace to you. Mm-hmm. you know? So he, he builds an altar, and on that he puts uh, unleavened bread. He puts meat, and in a miraculous fashion, the fire just consumes right. uh, the altar like all together. And uh, at that place is where he names the altar, uh, the Lord is my peace, or, mm-hmm. or the Lord is peace. Yeah, and so that's uh, that's where you get that that uh, Yahweh Shalom or Jehovah uh, Shalom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good because you do. It's a it's an interesting spot where Israel is because the Midianites are coming in to to conquer them. Right. And so the people are hiding. Yes. You know, the people know, man, we 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 don't have the ability to stand up to these guys and. God comes to Gideon, like you pointed out, the weakest of the tribes, yeah. the, you know, and, and saying, no, you're going to defeat them. Right. And the Lord's saying, because I'm going to do it. I'm going right. to set this up to where everybody in Israel knows you didn't do it, Gideon, I did it. Right. You know, and then, of course, Gideon's like, well, man, that's wrong Gideon. I'm not a man of valor. Right, <laughs> right. That's the other Gideon <laughs> two wrong streets guy. over. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, and But that, uh, that understanding there is, is really interesting to me because that you, you see the character of God there yeah. of, and that attribute of he is peace. Yes. And so he's given Gideon that peace in that moment of, hey, man, just settle down. It's okay. Yeah. I've got a plan. I'm in control. You know, um, Isaiah applies, you know, Yahweh Shalom uh, to Jesus and the prophecy in a- Isaiah chapter 9 right. is another spot where you see this. Uh, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, I know this is like the famous Christmas verse we always read at Christmas yeah. time, uh, but Isaiah says, For to us a child is born, a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder, and he shall call his name uh, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You know, And, and right. so Isaiah is pushing us forward to this 
uh, Messiah one day to come, who is going to be the, the ruler from the throne of David for all of eternity. And one of those names or that characteristic is he is the prince of peace. You know, right. and so we, we kind of see that throughout the Old Testament. And there's this God of peace that that he gives us. So uh, let, let's kind of go to the New Testament because we, we also yeah. see this idea of this God of peace in the New Testament. And, and, and where do we see that? How do we, how do we see that kind of playing out? Well, there are several places where peace is a, is a, a central theme mm-hmm. uh, in the New Testament. And picking out just a couple, uh, in John chapter 14, verse 27, uh, he, he right there says, uh, no, a, a peace that I bring you. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's bringing peace. Uh, also, in Colossians, you have the, the picture that Paul is painting uh, to that church where he's giving them a, an order of, of who Christ is and what Christ has done for the sake of his church. And in Colossians 1 and in verse 20, he says that he has made peace with the blood of his cross. Mm-hmm. And the, the imagery that you have right there is there wasn't peace there was actual ac- actually the opposite of peace there was there was chaos right and he was able to 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 bring righteousness to bring peace through his sacrifice of Christ on the cross yeah uh, which ties all the way back to what Isaiah was saying how is he the prince of peace well he came and made right that what was broken yeah and he was able to to come in in a way when when I think of peace, uh, I think of organization, mm-hmm. right? And and I I know that that I'm not always the most organized person, but when we get the the whole story of scripture, the the world was broken, and it was broken because of sin, and so. Christ enters into the picture, looks at the chaos and the brokenness yeah. uh, that we brought on with our sin nature right. and said, you know what? I've got what it takes to fix that. I've got what it takes to bring peace mm-hmm. uh, to a chaotic world, to a broken world. Yeah. Uh, and that's the picture you see in uh, Colossians 1. Yeah, no, that's good. And because it's, it's not just a broken world, you're right. Right. It's a hostile world. Yes. And, and that's yeah. where, that's what's so fascinating to me about the gospel and what God does is because as an unbeliever, we're an enemy with God. Right. We're hostile toward God. Right. You know, because that that is the essential part of what sin is. Sin is, at the fundamental core, rebellion. Right. You know, and it's not just a rule breaking. And I think a lot of people think of sin as like, oh, man, I broke God's law. I broke a rule. He told me not to do this. I did this. Right. And, And yes, it is that. But deeper down the core is, no, God, I know better. No, right. God, I'm not doing that. No, God, I, I know what's right for me. Right, yeah. and, and so it's rebellion. And in that rebellion, there is that hostility. And, and what's amazing about what you see in Scripture is God's coming on our behalf and saying, listen, even though you are rebelling against me, right. I'm making a way to be at peace with you. Right. You know, and... Um, I think one of the interesting things about uh, you know religious tracts. I know a lot of people don't use them as much anymore. Yeah. But a religious tract is usually written within a theme 
that relates to the culture of the time in which it was written. Right. And, and so right now we under, you know, uh, three circles, we use the three circles method here and sharing the gospel. And a lot of that talks about brokenness of our world, which yeah. yes, again, it is. You know, one of the more famous tracks written by Billy Graham, Steps with Peace with God, yeah. was written right after World War II. You know, because you had a culture that understood hostility. You had a culture right. that understood war. And, and that's just such a great track because it's showing you that picture of you as an unbeliever is, is, is right now at conflict with God. Right. And I, I think we, we, as Christians, we have to help people understand that more. Right. You know, yeah. because not everybody sees their life as broken. Right. You know, because yeah, oh, I got yeah. a good job. I got yeah. a nice house. I mean, yeah. you know, why do I really need God? You need God because you're at war with him. Right. And you're going to lose. <laughs> right. you know, I mean, you're just going to lose. Yes. And I don't mean that snarky, but you're going to lose. Right. And, and that means hell for all of eternity. But God loves you so much that he's sent his only begotten son, as Colossians 1, 20 says, who is offering you reconciliation through, through the, blood. Through the right. blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know? and, and so it's just it's fascinating to me that way. And, uh, and I just want to encourage you right now, uh, if you are not a believer in Jesus Christ, we share that message uh, out, of, out of love for you. Uh, out of care because we do believe in the Bible. We believe in a heaven and a hell, and we believe that those in heaven are not uh, people who were perfect here on this earth, uh, but they were people like me that realized that I was once at war with God and hostile in my mind and attitude toward Him and my actions. Uh, but I came and surrendered my life to Christ and found peace with God. And uh, so I, I just encourage you right now, maybe if you're driving in your car, pull over the side of the road or, you know, keep driving if you need to and just uh, maybe come to know Christ right now. If you're yeah. in your home where you are uh, watching, you can pause this and just simply call out to the Lord as Romans 10, 13 says, because it says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord uh, shall be saved. And so we encourage you to do that uh, because that's the most important decision that you can make uh, today. And so Absolutely. when we, we think about peace in our lives, uh, we, we see that fundamentally, number one, we need to be at peace with God, yes. you know, but as believers in Jesus, that peace should also change the way we think and how we should interact with yes. each other. So I think the, the one that stands out to me the most uh, is Sermon on the Mount, mm -hmm. uh, mm. Matthew chapter five. Okay. It's the, the longest sermon that, that we have recorded that Christ preached. And early on, he talks about characteristics of his followers. Right. And uh, in Matthew 5, 9, he says, blessed are the peacemakers. Mm. And I find that to be an incredible statement. I, uh, I think that when we are truly in Christ, uh, we're not always perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not always going to be perfect pictures of peace. We're no. not always going to be perfect peacemakers. Right. But... There is something in us when we have that relationship with Christ where we want to be peacemakers. We mm. want to be, uh, you know, people that bring organization to the chaos and the hostility that's right. in our lives. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of times, you know, people kind of miss the point of, of what we're getting at here. When we're talking about peacemakers, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily mean pushover. Right. Um, it's, it's actually something that I think is much stronger than that. He wasn't, uh, in going back to, uh, to Gideon, he wasn't calling Gideon to be a pushover. Right. He was calling him to be a man of valor. Yeah. And so I think the same thing is true when you have, uh, this concept of being a peacemaker, he's calling us 
uh, not necessarily to be pushovers, but he's bringing us into war uh, against the hostility in our world. And so I think that's a huge part of it. I, I think that there are a lot of things that need peacemakers mm -hmm. uh, in our in our culture. Yeah. Um, there is hostility all over the place. You see it in the news. You see it at your job. You see it at, uh, at your school. Whatever uh, obstacle you face, you're going to encounter hostility uh, toward God, toward one another. That's all part of a hostile or a broken world. Right. And so the believer is supposed to come in and be something different, be something yeah. unique to be a peacemaker. And I would go as far as to say our schools need peacemakers. Sure. Uh, yeah. our, our jobs, our work yeah. environment, we, we need peacemakers. Yeah, no. And, uh, you know, as a dad uh, with an amazing daughter, an amazing wife, our, our families, mm -hmm. um, our families need mm -hmm. peacemakers yeah. um, also. Yeah. Um, from, you know, from, from the, the husband, from the wife, from the kids, if you are in Christ, yeah. uh, you're called to be a peacemaker. Uh, Romans 12 says that we're mm -hmm. supposed to pursue peace with all people. Yeah. Um, so at Heights, we want to love and lead all people. That's a great, right. uh, great verse right there where we're supposed to have peace with all people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, then in, <coughs> excuse me, in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15, uh, it specifically says we're not supposed to hold grudges or we're not mm -hmm. supposed to act vindictively right. against others. Uh, but instead, uh, we're supposed to serve God, mm -hmm. who is the God of peace. Yeah. So uh, I think that that's some good, some good application for the believer that might be listening to this. No, and that's, that's great because, you know, in, in looking at pursuing peace with one another, that Romans verse, you know, pursue peace with one another yeah. as all's possible on your end. Right. You know, and, yeah, yeah. you know, so in your list where we see conflict within our culture, you, you know, you said the homes, uh, schools, workplace, right. you left off social media. So, I mean, you know, I mean, hey, I guess there's on yours, yeah. I don't know if it's all cats yeah. and rainbows on your, your social media feed like uh, it is on mine. Some of that. I mean, I don't, that, I don't know, like, sure. I mean, I don't know if you've ever ran across the hostility on, on social media now, but, yes. but I think it's, it's interesting to think about those categories you gave us in attempting to be peacemakers, because I like what you did bringing us back to the Sermon on the Mount. Right. Because as people who have experienced peace, we're to extend that. Absolutely. You know, and, and to think about all of those relationships and where we interact, it's easy to fire off the mean yeah. tweet. It's easier to fire off the Facebook comment, yeah. you know, because maybe that we don't really interact with that person in real life. Right. You know, there's... Uh, you know, it's easy to post that link that's going to slam somebody in the article. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it, it's easy to talk about somebody else you don't see or, you uh, know. And, yeah. and so, but I, I think that is in a world that's so hostile right now, what do they see believers in Jesus doing? You know, yeah. or do they see us fighting? Do they see us um, kind of interacting in a way that's not pleasing to the Lord. Right. Uh, now I know I know there's going to be some, probably some of our listeners right here that are pushing back and they're like, oh, yeah. well, wait a minute, what about evil? What about calling sin sin? You know all right. those things. And I think what we're driving at here in peacemaking is saying, like you said, look, Gideon went out and he he fought an enemy. Right. But our enemy today is not the person who votes differently than we do. Right. Our enemy's yeah. not 
the person of another color. Our, our enemy's not the person who wears mask or not wears mask right. or, yes. you know, gets gets two shots in their arm or, or whatever. I mean, you know, that, or that three or three. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> how many we're supposed to have at this point, uh, but, but that's not our enemy. Right. Our true enemy is Satan. Yes. And our true enemy deceives people. And so when we talk about being peacemakers, it's learning to be at peace or trying to be at peace, extending peace right. with people that don't agree with us right. so that they may come to know the God of peace we know. And then our true enemy, Satan, is defeated. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's, that's kind of where I want to land today's episode yeah. is, is for our listeners just to, just to think about that. Who, who in your life right now might you need to extend peace to? You know, now they may not it, re- reciprocate in that, but as Romans 12 says, you know, as all possible, you be that peacemaker. Uh, is peace as a believer in Jesus Christ coming out of you, or is hostility and anger and bitterness coming out of you? And, and, if, and if that is, then we encourage you uh, to turn from that and turn back to God and think about what God has done on your behalf through His Son, Jesus Christ, to make peace at, with Him and to extend that same peace to others so that people may see you interacting differently with those that may oppose things that you say and believe. So our true enemy, Satan, one day is defeated by this gospel that we believe in in Christ. And so, hey, man, thanks for joining us. That was great. Yeah, That was awesome. It's good to be here. Yeah, I didn't ask you too many hard questions that we didn't prepare ahead of time. (laughs) That's right. Because I kind of do that to Matt most episodes. We always talk about, hey, I'm going to ask you this, ask you this, and then I just come up with something totally different. (laughs) Yes, thank you for not doing that. But you choked up on the bat, you waited on the pitch, and you hit the curveball. Good job. (laughs) But listen, we want to thank you so much uh, for joining us in this episode. Our next episode, uh, we're going to look Look at the Lord is our righteousness as we continue this Names of God series. And so we'd love for you to tune into that episode coming out very shortly. If you are in our area, we'd love to see you on a Sunday morning uh, in person at 9 a.m. or 1030 a.m. You can also find all our online content on our Heights YouTube channel our Heights Facebook page. So thank you for liking and subscribing to those pages uh, so that you can stay current on all of our digital content. Until we see each other again, I hope you have a wonderful week extending out the peace that you have with Christ and God bless.